It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2787. So we're going to continue our series of debriefs on season one of the Book of Boba Fett. And this time we're going to talk about probably the shortest segment of the storytelling, which also illuminates a very confusing thing about the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian for that matter. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, The Book of Boba Fett Season 1 took a good chunk of one of its chapters to tell us a flashback story, but it's not the flashback story that it had been telling us in the previous chapters of his time with the Tusken Raiders. It's in fact a story that takes place within the time frame of the Mandalorian series. I'm talking, of course, about the storytelling that begins with that stinger at the end of Chapter 5 of The Mandalorian, with Boba Fett finding Fennec Shand lying, dying in the desert, getting her to a mod parlor so we see what happens next. So basically, between the end of Chapter 5 and the end of Chapter 9, beginning of Chapter 10, we see the events that have happened, at least the major events, right? Boba Fett getting Fennec healed and repaired, and then them taking on all the guards at Jabba's Palace to get his ship back, and then him having his revenge against the Kinton Biker Gang, and then trying to find his armor in the Sarlacc Pit, which obviously went horrifically. And so that does clear up a couple of mysteries from the time of The Mandalorian, like when we saw Boba Fett watching The Mandalorian riding the speeder bike and having possession of Boba Fett's armor. So we know now that by that time he had his ship and was probably able to do a lot better job scouting Tatooine for the possibility of his armor still existing somewhere on the planet than he was previously, which he could only have done on Bantha back. And boy, oh boy, that is not a time efficient way of conducting any kind of search. And we do think that he is getting the satisfaction of revenge at this point by taking out the Kenton Biker gang. And that's all well and good. And yet, as we've talked about previously, it was kind of pretty clear that they weren't the real culprits. Or if they were, they had been paid to do the job. And so that there was going to be some other kind of reckoning that could happen. And we'll talk about that in another episode upcoming very shortly. But it does also bring into focus the idea that even while he was wandering in the desert, after the time when the Kinton biker gang allegedly killed all of his Tusken Raider tribe, and before he found Fennec Shand in the desert, he had been wandering for multiple years, it seems, and yet never went back to the Sarlacc pit to look for his armor or just needed somebody to help him out with that somehow to, you know, belay him down into the Sarlacc. I guess he, you know, maybe doesn't necessarily think it was dead or that wasn't even a question. I don't know. He was scouting out Jabba's palace, but yeah, I feel like it kind of ends up raising more questions. And I'll say ultimately that I did enjoy it and I thought the Sarlacc scene was 
excellently done. It really was. And yet, as I was re-watching this, I couldn't help but think back to conversations that we were having earlier this month and also even last month about a couple of the High Republic novels, about The Fallen Star, which is the adult novel, and Midnight Horizon, which is the young adult novel. So, you know, the thing that I mentioned in there was that there are a couple instances where you can tell that they are doing storytelling in other media, right? Like most recently, there is a story arc that's happening in the High Republic Adventures comic series about this kid Crix who is on this planet with this character Zine, and the hunt for Crix who had allied himself with the Nile was happening over in the High Republic Adventure series, but the reference to the fact that a you know final hunt was happening for him and that they had captured him, that took place in Midnight Horizon, and you got to see the actual operation that resulted in his capture in the High Republic Adventures, but it was referenced in the aftermath was shown in Midnight Horizon novel. And I guess where I'm going with this is that even though, yes, there was a lot of great stuff to see in live action in this particular part of the season's timeline and storytelling, that's a story that could easily, just as easily, have been told in a different media outlet. Whether it was a book or whether it was a comic series, you know, we could have gotten the background from that. And I don't think it would have necessarily hurt us, per se. In other words, I think that that particular bit of storytelling didn't necessarily advance the overall Book of Boba Fett storytelling for the season. It just kind of helped us see how a couple of pieces got put into play, basically. And that's the thing that got me thinking, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, about how there hasn't been any other media outside of the live action series for the Book of Boba Fett or The Mandalorian. Yes, there have been junior novel adaptations of season one and season two of The Mandalorian. The season two one came out not too long ago by Joe Schreiber, both of them are. And that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not any additional storytelling out there that is going beyond the world of The Mandalorian that we've seen in the live action series. There was going to be a novel that was to be written by Adam Christopher, but that novel got canceled. We have no idea what it was about other than it was going to be an original story. And you know, has since been put off, you know, to who knows where, and we don't know if we'll ever get it. And Adam Christopher himself has been invited to write another novel entirely, so we know it had nothing to do with him, which is awesome. But I do wonder what they're waiting for, or if they are waiting for something. It, it seems like a, an unusual situation that they have not created any other media to capitalize on The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett. And it just finally occurred to me as I was thinking about this particular episode of The Book of Boba Fett. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you and see if you thought that was strange too. So let me know what you think about that. And that right there is going to do it for our look back our debrief at that particular aspect of the Book of Boba Fett, that particular part of the timeline that it explores, and that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.